This is Emily Vinos, and you're listening to Everyone Needs a Spotter. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Everyone Needs a Spotter, brought to you by the team here at RMS Fitness. I am, as always, your host, Steve Heitzer, joined by most of my team here today, and it is an exciting last day of the year. Well, not technically on the calendar, <laughs> but last day of the year that I'm working here at RMS, so uh, I'm here today with Emily. How's it going? It's going good. Good to be here. It is good to be here, and it's almost good to be out of here and on to the weekend. Who else are we here with today? Robert. Steve. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Sales. Sales. Doing well, buddy. What do you like to do for fun, Robert? <clears throat> I like to eat, Steve. Oh, okay. You know what I like to do for fun? No, but you're going to tell us. Be here with you all on this podcast behind my fine roadcaster doing our thing here. Now, it's fun to be here with everybody, so we're, we're glad that everyone that was able to log in and join us for another episode. This is going to be a light one here today. We have no plans. That's why I asked Robert that funny question. What do you like to do for fun? Because uh, we don't really have anything specific we want to talk about today, but we did want to get on and acknowledge that it is the end of the year, and maybe just do a little bit of a year in review. It's been an interesting 2023, rewarding, challenging at times, uh, certainly um, changing all the time, ever-evolving. I could come up with lots of other ways to continue to describe it, but Emily, what are your thoughts on 2023 this year in a nutshell? Uh, a lot of things happened. I feel like it really did fly by personally um it flew by because my brother got married so there was a lot of planning around that but then another huge thing for us as a company was um moving our offices and moving into somewhere that's just so awesome compared to where we were before so it was definitely a move up an upgrade um and it's been really refreshing since being here and so um I just feel like once we got into this building with our new showroom, we just hit the ground running, and it's just been awesome. So yeah, this year's just flown by with a lot of, a lot of changes, but good changes. Yeah, I would say a lot of a lot of firsts this year. That's yeah. for sure. Um, most people on our team had something they did for the first time this year. Everyone's kind of growing and, and and moving into new, uh, you know, areas of expertise here at work and kind of taking on new tasks and responsibilities and things. But you know, Robert, do you have any kind of overall thoughts on twenty twenty three as uh, fearless leader, as I often refer to you? I tell you, Steve, it's um, it's been an interesting year because at the start of last year, there was no end. What were we moving? I can't remember. What were we looking for a place? I feel like we, th- yeah, I feel like we were looking for a place. Yeah, I think what was happening is that we began the search because the demand for our customers became bigger. So having a showroom that represented us was always pressing me. Like we just didn't have enough where we were to bring together something that we felt as a team that we could bring a new client in, an existing client, and really demonstrate what we had. So it became, uh, I guess, after the first of the year, then that's when it began a real search. But also this year, we've had some partners really come on board with us. We've had some other uh, clients come on board with us this year. And I think because 
so many of those things were happening and were fresh and were getting uh, started with that it felt, to Emily's point, that the year just flew by. I mean, I have kids who have graduated high school, so that, that made the timing of it all uh, move along pretty quickly. And then, of course, um, just some of the, the smaller things uh, that we've been able to do as far as bringing new people on, um, getting out there, and uh, really experiencing a wider range of the types of things that we're doing. I used to think we were only going to sell equipment, but then we began selling equipment outside the state. Thank you, Steve. Then we began You're to welcome. put in flooring. Um, Stephen has even experimented with painting in some of the rooms if they're small enough, just so it takes one thing off the client's plate. So I think when we come back next week, I'm going to have a chance to actually look back, not necessarily at the numbers, but all the things we did well and some of the things we still need to improve on. And then as a team, we'll sit down and uh, examine our goals for 2024. Man, you... That was a, a pretty well uh, articulated response for a question you didn't know I was going to ask you, man. That was that was good. But you know, I think, you know, if kind of to build on a few of those, you know, basically points that both of you made. The showroom, yeah, kind of this year has gone by so fast, but at the same time, that does not feel like that happened this year. Like mm-hmm. at the same time, it feels like we've been here a little longer than that. At the same time, but I, I do agree with you, Robert, that it was a, a big step for us. You know, um, unfortunately, you know, there's an expression, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. But the reason why that expression exists is because it's what people do. You know what I mean? So at a certain point, we knew as a company that what we could offer and what we could provide to a customer was no sure. longer being represented by what we were showing them. Exactly. So it just wasn't the right fit anymore. It's kind of like working uphill that way. Like, hey, I know it looks like this, but trust us, it's going to be like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And uh, you know, it just wasn't the right you know, setup. Yeah, I could add to that. It, just an hour or so ago, I had client come in and check out the new chisel challenger now how do you describe that over the phone tell them to come on down a lot of commercial pieces require a client to have some kind of understanding but that machine needs a lot more in depth and so he came down tried it and you know once you try it then you understand it but without the showroom that wouldn't have been possible yeah and this, you know, but the experience when they come into is, you know, the, it delivers on, you know, what, what you need it to for a customer. You know, they come in, there's, if they need to use a restroom, there's a nice restroom for them to use. If they need to, you know, get a drink of water or a cup of coffee, our, our kitchen is a, is a well-appointed, it's clean, it's modern, you know, it's got all the things you need to be able to just represent yourself to the company, uh, to the clients the way that you would just hope to be able to. You're not trying to like misrepresent or over, you know, state, but you just want, when people come in here, you want them to to feel what they will experience with us, which is, you know, that they're being well taken care of and that they're with a place that means business. So I think that that's, that's a nice point about what you made as far as the showroom this year. That's a, that's a probably can't be understated the difference that that made, but I, uh, I do agree with you too. And I'm, I'm going to come over to you, Emily, in a second, but also with the team, you know, some of the, some of the additions that we've made to the team this year, um, seeing, the technicians, new people enter into the industry and, and kind of spread their wings and fly a little has been really cool because there was a time when I didn't think that we were going to see another class of technical uh, applicants. You know what I mean? It just didn't seem that way. Um, so that's been nice to see. And then finding some admin help here that's not just, you know, not just doing the work, but is really excited about what we're doing and, and really joining the team full speed has been really nice. So that was 
just, you know, building on some of the thoughts that you made. But Emily, I don't know if I stole your thunder. No, not at all. I'm glad you even mentioned that, you know, some of the, the new people, um, the new hires that we have. I mean, that's been really refreshing. It's just this year was another giant step out of COVID for us in so many ways. And where we were at our office before, you know, we were kind of excited to go in for some reasons, like, you know, the space and try, and we were geared to trying to sell more. But we didn't realize how, how hard we were going to have to work to make that space funct functional for us. I mean, for instance, you know, when we would get our deliveries of equipment, we, we had to um, unload the trucks ourselves. Now we have a warehouse. You know, the way we had to, like, store things yeah. before was just everything yeah, was just auxiliary so storage not, not attached to the main yeah. building you everything know what I mean? was just Stuff so was not ideal you yeah. could be snowing and we'd be out there it'd be raining we'd be out there unloading uh the trucks with the equipment and and so you know you just you makes you so thankful for what we have right now and now like i said we hit the ground running and that's because we don't have to work any harder than before now we're in a place that we can just come in and do our job and do a, a good job. And so, like I said, this year to me really established another year of out getting out of COVID and all the hardships that we went through as a company to make it work. We worked really, really hard, all of us. It really was tiring, but we made it happen, and now we have something to show for it. Yeah, absolutely. Do we ever. That's awesome. Emily, thank you for that. Robert, I see your hand. Yeah, I'm just trying to chime in on Emily's points being made. And honestly, every all the struggles she mentioned, I think I mentioned it in a post yesterday on LinkedIn, is 2023. We're very thankful for, for the vendors that mm -hmm. we've partnered with. We're very thankful for the clients that have stayed with us. Even as we uh, navigated through a couple of tough years in the commercial market because gyms weren't opening and things were the way they were. I mean, we we had fit into the space one way, but fortunately, and, and to be very thankful, is that as we started coming out of that issues, we met clients, made some good, good decisions uh, to do certain moves with how we stayed with our original formula, which is repair, maintain, and sell fitness equipment. Bringing the three together has solidified us in many ways. And we've met numerous clients because a lot of our competitors are moving away from the service. They're outsourcing that. And I think what they're losing there is they're losing that consistent contact that we have with the client every month, every quarter. But that's what I really enjoyed is how people have, they knew we were there but they didn't exactly know what we could offer because of where we are now. And so it's very refreshing as an owner to be able to say, hey, if you have a need in the fitness room, we should be able to take care of that for you from all the above, the equipment sale, redesigning the room, and then maintaining it for years to come. That's a pretty powerful statement to be able to go out in the industry today knowing there's not a lot left that do that especially in this area in this area you have ones that sell the equipment and it's hope that you'll find someone to service it so very thankful that our formula 
really got us through 23, and I feel like it's just going to shoot us right into 2024, all positive. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking about a year that by most people's recollections, you know, really regardless of which industry you've been in, you know, people consider it to be one of the hardest. You know, if if you read any, like, sales logs or journals or blogs or whatever people read <laughs> nowadays, you know, they would ever, most people would indicate that this year was a challenge, you know what I mean? And we certainly experienced some of that, but I think in many ways we'll all look back on this year as, as one of our favorites as well because it's just been this period of, you know, we're talking a little bit about ourselves right now, guys. Sorry if that's not what you came here to hear today, but, you know, it's that, it's that kind of time of year to reflect on, mm-hmm. on where we've been and where we've come from. But, you know, just to this kind of time of rapid growth where we've acquired new relationships and new opportunities and things, and we're seeing all of that fruit come to bear, um, while also understanding that we've also put a lot before us, you know, in, in the next many months. You know, we've all, the RMS team has committed ourselves heavily to, you know, achieving some really big results for our customers and clients in the next coming months. And it's going to be up to us now to kind of, you know, see that through and kind of push the ball across the finish line and things. But um, having gone to your point, Robert, you know, through what we've gone through these last couple of years and solidifying relationships with partners and things, um, I certainly don't feel volatility, you know, in terms of are we going to be able to pull that off? There was a time in this industry when I was like, I know what we can do. But I also know there's about 10 things I have no control over that are going crazy right now. Right now, I feel like through our partners and, and kind of where we've positioned ourselves, I feel like we're situated to deliver, you know, what we've promised to the clients. And that's really what we're, what we're here to do. So um, I'm grateful for that. That's something that when I think about things that I'm grateful for, I, I, I'm grateful that a year that most people would consider to be challenging um, has been one where I feel like I've learned a lot and I've grown into new, you know, roles and opportunities. And I feel like it's primed me hopefully for some better years <laughs> uh, to come down the line but you know that's that's kind of where I'm at with things but you know do you guys have any 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 like standout moments of the year like moments in your mind that are unique I, I remember one for me I can start um, yeah. if, if, Please, if it's okay away. yeah um, despite what everybody thinks about me for some reason when I'm on these microphones and on videos and things people think that I am not timid or not embarrassed, but I, I actually, I have terrible anxiety. And if people know me well, they know it's like my dominant quality, <laughs> unfortunately. But I remember for myself this year, one moment that really stood out to me was I'd never really done a trade show before where I was a participant and not a visitor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was standing up on a machine at the trade show. And as I was standing up, I could get a good view of the floor and they opened up the doors and all the people came in. And I kind of had this moment where I was like, what in the world am I doing right now? Like I wanted to run away for about half a second. You know what I mean? But then it just all of a sudden, all that went away and was replaced by how cool it was for us to be there. And rather than us going to a show to like scrounge around and try to find new clients or new products to try to sell, we were there to like represent us and like what we do. Mm -hmm. And that was really cool. And uh, at just a moment that kind of has stood out in my mind, Maybe we'll post about it on LinkedIn because it was kind of just a cool moment for me that I remember. So just cool. A nice reminder to that you can do things that are that are difficult. You can do things that are hard. A lot of people shy away from being uncomfortable. You know, it's like we we all want to be comfortable so badly that we shy away from being uncomfortable. But sometimes uncomfortability is where the best things happen. It's where the magic happens or whatever. And I experienced that at that trade show. And I'm looking forward to the next one where hopefully I'll be a little less nervous. But... Does that give you guys any uh, any 
moments in time? I can't think of one moment, not not for me, but definitely that that trade show that you're talking about. That was really cool. Um, it was cool because there was peop- there's uh, some of our teammates that were there that day, and just really, I mean, that was a first for all of us. But seeing these um, teammates that came that have never been to a trade show like that before and really energized and ready to go to, like, represent our company and our team, they did such an amazing job bringing the energy and going around and talking to people. But, yeah, just keeping the energy going all day. Those are hard days. They're they're draining. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't have been more proud for how our team was represented by the group that was there. Um, so that was really cool. That was, yeah. I mean, and there's, I, I really love our team, and but there's some that came that day that was like, I wonder if they're going to burn out any second, you know, but they just really kept going and brought the energy and it was so, so fun. But even the, um, even the getting ready for that, when we got there and we were unloading the trucks and, and getting our booth together, and I'm just going to name names, but you had myself, Robert, um, Logan and Adam, and it was one of those classic RMS m- moments where it's like, wh- how are we gonna fix a situation? And we make something happen, a- and and that was it with like the flooring, right? Mm-hmm. We got there and we realized, okay, this is our t- first trade show. We don't know what we don't know, and what we didn't know was that we didn't like have any kind of like flooring. It was just gonna be like the cement, yeah. and it looked awful and i looked at bob and i was like we cannot this is we cannot invest this much money and have us look like this and to rent carpet like a measly carpet square was an extreme amount of money and then you know what we we just we made something happen and it was just it just yeah to me that was like just so classic our team like just classic make it happen yeah and we made and made it look so Good. So I was really another moment of just being proud. Yeah. Robert, how about the first time the warehouse doors rolled up and we had a tractor trailer back up to the loading dock versus having Adam throw a pallet up on his back and carry it down the back of a truck ladder? (laughs) (laughs) Was, again, you want to look back at the year. And I think what I want to share is just the scenario that happens multiple times through this year specifically as... um, we have gained uh, some very significant clients, and that's my ability to go out in the field just like any other technician and um, keep it very quiet as people say certain things about our company without me. It's kind of like the whole, whole undercover boss thing, yeah. right? People are like, oh, you guys are great, and we love you, and da-da-da, and I'm just listening, and I'm, you know... Who's the big guy that doesn't talk? And that the, that's the phrase they use for yeah, me. Right. And um, so it's Shout out New Jersey. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so we go out, we do these things. And, you know, I, I think what, um, because that brings me so much um, satisfaction as an owner going out and seeing things transpire and people speak about other employees here at the company, and all I'm doing is taking it in. And it's happened so often, I can't think of a specific time, but just how people are so thankful to have the company working on their equipment. Because we get the same thing, right? Sometimes we hear people say, 
I didn't know who to call, you know, or the people who did sell us the equipment is no longer around. Mm -hmm. And so being able to get out there and see how people appreciate the company that we are. And let's face it, when equipment breaks, our clients are under the gun. And it's good to hear that even under that pressure, when we respond, we're taking something off their plate. And that's, that's a pretty good feeling as we grow as a company in this industry of both servicing and selling equipment. But yeah, looking back, it's uh, Steve mentions the garage doors opening. Well, you might remember when we first walked in this building, there was nothing. Mm -hmm. No offices. It was a clean slate. You come in, we put our ideas together, mm -hmm. say, well, we're going to put things. And even sometimes when we met some truck drivers, weren't you guys the guys up at this place? Yeah. We're yeah, so we're, glad you're here now. We are close <laughs> enough to our old shop that a lot of those drivers are the same people. Yeah. Uh, I, had, I had a few people be like, man, I used to hate coming up to your old spot. Because <laughs> we had a loading dock, so I think people thought that they were going to be able to yep. use it, but because of how the parking lot was set up, it just it never worked. Or the few <laughs> trucks that would get stuck Oh my gosh. because of the snow in the parking lot. Oh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. We well, really love it. You know what? Um, it's funny. When I look back on, on, on goals that I had at the beginning of the year, some of them have been met. Some of them I never even approached. You know, it's funny when you have an honest assessment like that. You know, there was things I wanted to get done this year that I never even really got started on. And then there was things that I got done this year that I did not know I was even going to attempt this year, like a podcast, you know, and doing this type of activity. So I'm just really grateful, you know, uh, on behalf of, you know, myself speaking only it's the only person I can speak for, uh, you know, for the opportunities that the company, you know, provides me here at RMS and, and you know, and being able to be here and working closely with clients and trying to deliver good final results. And I, and I, and I see that amongst the team too. Emily uh, mentioned the trade show and being able to bring the technicians and some of the, the field team into that environment those guys the sales team too but particularly a lot of the service team here spend a lot of time by themselves they, they work 10 11 hour days sometimes because of their schedules and they will be out there on the road maybe with one other person sometimes if they're lucky <laughs> but for the most part on their own and they don't get to see a lot of that other side of the industry that we you know get to experience you know so for them to be able to be there that was cool and then to, to your point to see how uh, fully they've embraced a lot of it and you know even small things you know like we've, we've started a little social media campaign recently I'm sure uh, people have noticed us <laughs> uh, we've been posting a little bit more but you know seeing how certain members of our team that you know maybe in a year before they would have been strictly tool bag carrying employees and they were happy to be doing that and only that now are you know participating in social media posts and marketing and things so I just know that the team, uh, I guess I'm, I can only speak for myself, but I can, I can also speak to what I observe, which is that the team is really embracing kind of where we're all headed. And that's, mm -hmm. to me, is, sure. is, is a big, big sign that we're headed in the right direction. Um, so thank, thank you to Robert and to Emily. You guys are, are, are kind of the tip of the spear in terms of leadership here at RMS and making, making sure things go smoothly on a day-to-day. -day. And we, uh, we all appreciate that from both of you. Oh, we appreciate you, Steve, and all the sales you do. Sales! <laughs> but also leading up this <laughs> podcast, I mean, just sitting here thinking about when we first created this, and that was in the trenches of COVID, and it was like, what are we going to do? What, how we, like, let, just got to do something unique, and 
motivating and not just for others but for ourselves like just trying to make the best out of the situation and so we did an hour episode on pink himalayan right? sea salt like, <laughs> just it's funny to look back and even on that and it was like all right we're gonna have a, a, a topic of this and this and this and but now just being able to you know we took a break from it but be able to come back to it and being able to like see it become more successful and all of us have more of a relaxed approach to it and the things that we talk about can really help prop we're hoping will really help and benefit our property manager friends and and everyone else that appreciates what we talk about but it's just you know it's just I don't know okay not sentimental but definitely thinking about the past where we came from and yeah, there's a are. real human touch to it. Yeah. yeah. At, when we first started it, we were motivating people from the standpoint of, uh, well, Steve, you could attest to this, we, a lot of people were giving up. And, um, you know, we were doing things. Here we are, a small fitness company who's trying to sell equipment and, and, and make rent. And, um, you know, the fitness industry in it itself was taking a hit. And we thought, hey, why not just send out information that's not necessarily the nuts and bolts of our business, but, you know, we're human too. We're having these feelings. What can we do to get up in the morning, right? We wrote about that. What can we eat healthy? We talked about that. Those are topics that get us to think about something other than the negative that was going on in the world yeah. at the time for a specific reason. I mean, there's still negativity in the world, but, um, you know... Seeing the progression, seeing property managers starting to subscribe to the channel. Uh, Steve's had a, some interaction with some other people in this industry who have a much broader reach in the podcast world. You know, we're looking forward to putting some of that to use next year, some of the contacts that Steve's made. But even, you know, Steve and I have talked about the maintenance training for some of our properties that have multiple locations. Education has been our drive behind this show. And so it'd be nice to have a couple of those classes in the next couple of months, try to get some of that education out there because um, what better way to give back to our clients than to educate the people that are there, maybe lower some uh, non-essential service calls mm -hmm. and um, you know benefit each party. We come in after, after three months and... You know, we can focus on the maintenance. Nothing's more distracting than getting out there and there's multiple machines down because the people on site didn't take a few measures that are simple, but because of not knowing, then these things start to, to happen. So we're trying to look for that next year to help our clients take steps to prevent some of these things. So the goals will keep coming. Um, I had two... Things happened this year, uh, both closed out this year. The ability to go in, and we talked about this on a previous podcast, and 2024 is something. I would love the opportunity to talk to some property managers who have a room that is getting outdated each day that passes by. What can they do to breathe life back into it without moving the walls? What can we do within those walls to make that facility uh, pop, you could say, for uh, better or worse words. 
But uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I walk by Steve's office and I see him flying through the room through the 3D scales. And then I'm, you know, I give it, <clears throat> given a PDF. Uh, people want to, they want to get there, but inflation is now here. So how do I, how do I get the most for the money that I have? Right? Because let's, uh, let's just throw the elephant out there that's in the room. It's going to be an expensive 2024. People are going to have to really look at their money. And, um, you know, that's what we base our, their honest approach on. If we can maintain that equipment, we'll do that. But if it's not going to make it, we're going to be the first people to tell you it's time to move on. Yep, that's true. Actually, I told a customer this week, I said, I just don't think that unless you're, you know, you're ready to talk about some new equipment, I just don't think that maintenance is going to offer you enough return value for what you'd be investing. It doesn't, don't feel comfortable with that arrangement, you know, and the customer was kind of looking at me a little, a little crazy, like, why don't you just want to come and tinker on these machines and charge us money? And I just, you know, it just wasn't, isn't, isn't the business that we are, you know, looking to acquire more of because we, you know, we want to help customers who, who, who understand what they're up against as far as the challenges that they're facing. I want to be proactive about making those spaces, you know, safe, effective, marketable and things like that. And eliminating unnecessary service calls, you know, like you mentioned, through training our partners and the site teams to be better equipped to identify certain issues on their own. You know, that's just going to make it so that with the time that we do have, that we can deliver even better, you know, service to the people who physically need our attention, you know, in the room, on location. So, you know, I think that that's a really good point, too. So if you are someone who listens to this and you think that you might like to have some members of your team stop by our location, have a little maintenance training. Uh, we'd be happy to set that up either on an individual or maybe a team basis. Uh, so info at rmsfitness.com if you'd like to find out a little bit more about that. And we would be happy to talk to you about that. But, you know, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the elephant not in the room. Steven. Who? Steven. <laughs> Steven, Steven of uh, Florida, I don't know Donna <laughs> We're talking about Donna Dio. <laughs> no, but he's, uh, he's not with us today. And it does feel a little funny to be doing the year in review without him. Uh, but if he was here, he'd probably say something like, Steve-O, it's really exciting to be here and it's been <laughs> a great year and we're looking forward to a great 2024. <laughs> and that would probably be, you know, uh, kind of something along the lines of what we would get. <laughs> but no, you know, we, we miss him. He is down visiting family. We talk about that. You know, he's from down in Florida and he has for many, many years now lived up here in Maryland and been away from his mom and dad and extended family down there. So it's nice that he gets to go down there and get away from us and the cold and visit them. So we miss you, buddy. We look forward to seeing you in 2024. And uh, I don't know, guys, I think that's really about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot I want to talk about, you know, we could talk about all the things, you know, but we, it, it's been exciting. We don't want to, you know, run through all the possible subjects for future episodes either. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, you good. know, that's, uh, that, I think that's about a wrap on 2023. Um, Emily, parting words. Have a safe weekend and we'll see you next year. Yeah, absolutely. Robert. Yeah, let's let's get together. Let's uh, let's talk. Let's talk shop. If you're listening, got a fitness room. Let's talk shop in 2024. Give yeah. us an opportunity. Yeah, you know, let us let us uh, all these episodes prior. If you had a chance to to listen to them, small amounts or the entire um, podcast, you'll notice that we're here for the long haul. So, yeah. love to uh, love to talk to you in 2024. But as Emily said. Uh, we'll see you next year. Yeah. So to quote a theme song from a famous children's movie, come on down. 
stop on by. Find out what we got going on here at RMS Fitness. We would love to have you. Uh, other than that, I won't sing the rest of the songs. I don't want to get copyrighted. But uh, that's about it. So I am Steve Heitzer, the host of Everyone Needs a Spotter with Emily Vinos and Robert Decker. It has been a pleasure to be here with you today and this year in 2023. And we look forward to another awesome year with you all in 2024. Be safe, whatever it is that you're up to this weekend. And we look forward to talking to you next time. See ya. See ya. See ya.